Welcome to Let's Chit Chat, sis. I'm Kimmy. It's your girl, Celeste. And it's Chanti. And we are back on the porch tonight. And we are here to bring you the hottest topics with the best conversation. And today is dedicated to us, mothers. How are you today, ladies? Happy Mother's Day, ladies. Happy Happy Mother's Mother's Day. Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy you know, Mother's Day. Today is the day. It's all about us. It's all about our grandmothers, our mothers, our, mm-hmm. you know, our ancestry. It's all about, you know, nurturing, pride, and our children. You know, it's, it, and it's about the fathers, too. We, you know, we, we can't be mothers without them. So, it's, 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 you know, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's all situations that make you a mother. But um, we are on the porch tonight to talk about mothers and how we um, became mothers, our journey. And, you know, it's um, we all got different stories, but we are the, the host of Let's Chit Chat Sis. And we are going to talk about how we um, walk through our lives and, and became moms and um, how we're at the end of of the day, we are happy to be moms, you know, and we are blessed to be moms. We that's that's the biggest thing. We are blessed to be moms, and um, I can't say it enough that you know we are also here with grown children. I'm probably the only one that doesn't have any grandchildren. Um, my son told me today, don't mention it, but um, I I told him I you know no pressure you know. <laughs> But, you know, of course, I want to be a grandmom. I, I, want, I want to be a grandmom. You know what I mean? That's that's like, you know, the 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 great uh, the great honor, you know. But he told me not to mention it, but he's only 24. So, you know, um, he got time. He got time. <laughs> he got time. So, you know, I, I don't want to start my story. I, I, I'll leave my story for last. But um, who wants to jump in the arena first and tell them about your, your journey as being a mama? Well, maybe the, the new grandma should go first. She ain't no new grandma. <laughs> <laughs> the newest. The newest grandma. The newest addition to the to the um to the port. <laughs> the legacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my newest addition to the legacy, because that's what being a grandmother is, right? It's it about is. um and being a mom. It's about your legacy and how it continues and the legacy of our ancestors. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's um my first official grandson. Um, I have two other ones, two honored ones, but I definitely, this is my first official grandson. And um, my kids are the best part of me. I'll oh, wow. say that. Um, I'm glad to be able to, to say that. They are good kids. They are, um, they have grown into wonderful adults and they are even better human beings. And I could not be more proud of them. Um, I didn't expect to be a mother. Um, Even though I became a mom at 22, I didn't think that I would be a mother. I thought I'd be the cool auntie. I never put children in my, you know, in my future at all. But I definitely knew I'd be the cool aunt. So, you know, I had uh, nephews born while I was in high school. And then my son came some years later. So I was I graduated college and had my son all in one month. <laughs> wow. So, um, but he is one of the best parts of me. And he is now a father of three beautiful girls. And Aww. he is a girl dad. And he is the best girl dad. Uh, better than I could ever have imagined. And so um, it makes me very proud. I learned how to be a mother from my mother. My mother was a very good mother. She um, had her challenges being a divorced single mom, um, remarrying later on and marrying a man of another faith and having blended family. So I've always known what a blended family is and what it looks like. And um, I learned how to do that from her. Mm-hmm. So now that I've had my own um I learned a lot from her and she was loving and she was nurturing and she was affectionate. And I don't know what it's like to not have that. So I can't say that I was ever starved, you know, because of it. 
And we didn't have a lot, especially when you're, you're dealing with parents that are divorced. So from a materialistic perspective, we didn't have a lot. There was a lot of struggles, but she gave us love and she introduced us to God. So she gave me the two best things that I could ever have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And my grandmother um, was our anchor. She was all of our anchors. And my mom and her and her mother struggled. Uh, my mother was um, the youngest child she gave birth to. And so there was a big age difference between my mom and her siblings. So my mom was of the baby boomer generation, the beginning of the baby boomers. Um, and her siblings were older than her. So she would, of course, seem like a rebel compared to the rest of them. But my grandmother was very strict and she was very black and white. There were no shades of gray. (laughs) And she was um, a product of Jim Crow South. And so because of that, um, she was very stern. She was very serious. She meant what she said. She said what she meant. There was no um, teetering or anything like that. If she said no, she meant no. Don't ask her again. But she helped to raise all of us. And so she was a big, big part of our lives. And um, Kimmy knew her very well. <laughs> and so, um, but she just didn't play. <laughs> so <laughs> she was barely five feet tall. Barely. <laughs> and, and wore a nine wide shoe. So I swear she was a hobbit. Um, <laughs> but she just did not play. She <laughs> She'd beat that in a minute. <laughs> she would not think twice about it. She was quick. She was country. <laughs> and I could, being that I was from the West Coast, and you know, I would come back and visit with her on the East Coast until we finally moved back here. I, I spent a long time not understanding what my grandmother said because her being from the South, she spoke that Gullah. And so she would be talking and I'd be like, what? <laughs> What's wrong with you, girl? You don't understand English? I understand English, bro. I understand what you mean. <laughs> so, oh, that's cute. That's cute. But I loved her and she loved me and she she was everything to all of us. So I had some very good um role models when it came to mothering. My father's mother was a very good role model. She was a hardworking woman. So come from very strong women. And that is a blessing and a curse at times. But um, that's my story. And so um, motherhood turned out to be greater than I ever thought it could be. And um, the most rewarding uh, thing that I think I've done and to see my grandchildren is is definitely the fruits of those of that labor. So oh, that was that was awesome. You made me want to cry, but <laughs> <laughs> it do because it's like um I, I I never take that for granted. I never take um being a mom for granted. I'm probably um if people don't know me personally because they don't have a relationship with me i'm a very overprotective mom um to the point where i shadow my children you know um and they probably say wish i stopped but i was probably a, a late bloomer you know i didn't have my first child till i was 29 and um i didn't think i could have children i had uh two miscarriages before I had them. And I always wanted children. I have an older sister who's nine years older than me. I was saying this to Chauncey, she knows Carmen. And she had little ones and they're my nieces and nephews and they were just like little doll babies to me. Um, They were so cute and perfect. And I just was, a, I just always wanted one, like they were a doll, like I wanted one. Now, I didn't know what you had to do to get one but I wanted one, you know. I didn't know how they came here physically, but because I was young, you know. Um, but I just wanted one because they was cute, they smelled good, and they was just so innocent. Um, but you know, as you grow, you just learn that you know it's not as easy and it's not as perfect as they look when they're little, you know. And uh, it come with a whole set of rules that is not given to you. Um, so 
I was around uh, my older sister, you know, um, and the biggest thing is, you know, I had a lot of um, women in my lives, you know, my life is, you know, of course, my mom, my mom is, uh, was, was that statute woman that would tell you that God is going to do everything. He's going to fix everything. You need to never worry about anything because God's going to do everything for you. Don't cross the boundaries because, you know, you you can't play with God. My, my mom was a devout Catholic, you know. I, we went to Catholic school. It was not no getting around it. And you didn't know anything else, you know what I mean? So I, I looked at my mom as a very um, religious figure of how I thought life was going to be you know but you know you just you learn things different when you become an adult because you see other aspects you know um but my mom taught me that she taught me that um my mom also taught me that it's okay to say no now I didn't carry that in life with me until I got older but she taught me in her own way it's okay to say no and when I say that, I mean that in the aspect that if something's not going right in your life, you can say no and and, and not feel bad about it. My mom taught me that. Um, and you know, back in the day, moms were not like we are like moms. We're very transparent with our children. Um, I think my mom was more transparent in a way that I didn't understand when we were when I was a child. You know, she said things about don't do this or it's going to end up like this. Everybody probably had the fear. Don't you mess with that boy. You're going to end up like that. Or you do this. You're going to end up like this, you know. But yeah. um, she she never, you know, she never made me feel like, you know, something bad was going to happen to me in the aspect. But she always gave me guidance in this way. But when I think about my mom, I think about she was the person that always made me know that Regardless of whatever happens, if I prayed, God was going to redeem me. You know what I mean? And if you talk to my mom today, my mom is, um, you know, still with me and I praise God. And, and my mom is five foot one, you know, um, and my mom is still a very gorgeous little creature. Still to this day, people would never know she was up in age and she takes very, takes high pride in that too. Um, <laughs> She um she will tell you her heavenly father. That's her her favorite words. So um I I really admire her for that. Um when it came to love and nurturing, it was my grandmother. My grandmother was um like you say, Chauncey, the anchor. She anchored um our entire family. Um she made me feel that safety was in her arms you know mm. safety Red was in arms. her arms Red i get teary eyed when i think about her because um i you know i'm a very transparent person because my grandmother died and not by her own by natural causes so i miss her every single day because she was the most um loving wise woman I ever knew in my whole life. And to the day she left this earth, she didn't lack wisdom. Um, she didn't falter on anything. Um, and I can remember everything from the way she cooked grits to the way we ate scrapple to pineapple upside down cake. You know, just how she cut cake with this big ass knife that if you had it now, you'd probably go to jail. Um, just the little things and how white our clothes used to be and she would wash them by hand because um, she too was from the South. So she had meager living arrangements and she boarded with her course to the North. And even as, you know, things were readily available to her, she still kept these traditions with her and she gave us the greatest life that we could ever want. You know, I used to notice how my grandfather would come in from work and his clothes would be muddy and she would wash his socks and they would be so bright white. I used to be like, wow. Our bed linens would smell so fresh. You know, everything was pristine. You know what I mean? 
And mm-hmm. she she taught these things and it was never anything with malice intent. And what resonates with me more than anything is that um my mom my mom and my dad um they divorced. But my grandmom used to always say she didn't put them together, she didn't break them apart. So she always was fair to both of them. And even after my dad passed away, she still loved my mom like it was her daughter. You know what I mean? And it was just still a fine relationship because she was she was that judgment-free zone. You know what I mean? So these qualities that my grandmother had, I admire. But I also, um, I think I have in me because I learned how to come through hard times, you know, um, withstand things that most people don't know I withstand. And I learned, like you, Chauncey, um, I learned how to deal with a blended family because my family was a blended family. Even though I didn't realize I was in a blended family with my, my sisters and my brothers, but it helped me learn how to be a blended family mom. You know what I mean? And the one thing to be with my husband and my my children and my stepchildren, because I don't even call them stepchildren, they're all my children, is that I'm their mom, you know what I mean? And I'm safe, you know what I mean? I'm the safe one and that, you know, there's no judgment here, you know, and I love them unconditionally. And that's what the journey of my life is. And these two anchor women have given me that. And I can't be more thankful to have had and to have um, these two women in my life. So, you know, that's my story. So I was going to say, I want to be in your family. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I, I'm, I, I'm just, while you ladies were talking, I was just thinking to myself, I, I have a, a different experience. Um, I was the only child. So I wanted lots of children. I mean, I wanted, I was never going to punish another person. Like, I was punished because I was an only child. That's how I felt. Um, but my mom compensated, you know. Um, and I was just thinking to myself, that's why I think I'm so close to her, because that became my best friend. Mm. She, she mothered me and she disciplined because she didn't play. But that became my best friend. And to this day, we're best friends. Yeah. Um, and she stuffed me, like you said, Kim, and all of the church services. I didn't know what faith I was for a long time. I was in Catholic school, going to Pentecostal church, going to Holiness Baptist. And I was just, I just knew I had to be in somebody's church, and a whole lot of them. Um, she kept me very active and she exposed me to a lot of things. But the one thing that I do remember is always wanting to have my own family. You ladies are going to laugh when I tell you this. I actually planned my kids. Did you? I actually, I, when I got married, I looked at my husband. I was like, all right. He was like, what? I said, it's the first night. Come on, let's get it. Let's, let's, let's start. <laughs> like, literally, that's what I did. Because growing up like we did, because you both talked about being very grounded in the church. Yeah. wasn't getting pregnant and not be married. Oh, yeah. But yeah. as soon as I got married, it was on and popping. She said, so, on and popping. <laughs> on and popping. I, I was planning children that night we, we got married. Literally. Are you serious? Literally. And he just cracked up laughing. If he hears this now, he's going to say she is not lying. I mean, I had it down to the month. But I also miscarried too, Kim. So mm-hmm. it threw my whole plan off, right? Yeah. And I was getting starting to get a little depressed. But I did. I finally got pregnant like the third month. <laughs> Literally, I was a late bloomer too. It was like 26 when I first had my first child. Um, and I always wanted to have, did I mention my mom was a, a daycare provider? No, really? Oh, she had kids all the time in the house. Oh, and yeah. I wanted kids. So, I, you know, and I had planned them four years apart. I was going to have them four years apart. My brothers and I are four years apart. And they are. Not in my and house. We one year after one year after one year after one year. Oh, well, no, I. It didn't map out well because I should have thought about it, but they're all four and a half years apart. And I, one of them is a bonus child. Mm-hmm. I never planned it. And I had a bonus child. And, and just being a mom, you know, is everything I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be rough. I knew that. Mm-hmm. But it's everything I wanted it to be plus. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm a helicopter mom, even to this day. I have just been trained on how to parent adults. You know, that's different. Oh, yes. Every phase of their life is something different. So my son kind of put me to the side and said, Mom, you know, 35, you know, can you, can you, can you back off a little bit and let me do some stuff? But it's just been really fulfilling. And, and almost to, to the point where when they moved out, I was kind of lost for a little while Mm. because being a mom was so much a part of me Mm. and I had to learn how to do it differently. So now I have three grandsons. Oh, you have no granddaughters? No. You know what is so funny? Oh, you ain't got no what to do. And and I think I might have said that out loud and God said, okay, (laughs) you get a son, you get some grandsons. (laughs) That happened to me. Trust me. Three granddaughters and See, I have one of each, one son and one daughter, and uh-huh. I I didn't grow up with sisters. You know, I have stepsisters, you know, for once, you know, my parents remarried, but I didn't grow up with sisters. So I don't know what it's like. And I had stepsisters that were across the country, but I, I didn't grow up with girls. So <laughs> it was, so what happened? God gave me three granddaughters. I was like, what would you do with a girl? And they're so cute. Like that. <laughs> But as a as a uh, mom, it's it's the hardest job I've ever had. It's the and hardest. It is it is very fulfilling, and they make me proud every day. I mean, and it's interesting because they listen, right? So you think they're listening, you're not sure, and every now and then they go a different way. But they listen to the point where I'm going, where where did you get this from? They was like, Ma, you always told us. I was oh like, my God, you 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 hit it on the button. What was I thinking when I told you have your own mind and love yourself and put yourself first and, and be happy and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm just doing too much. But if and you they, if you think they about are very happy individuals and they're very loving to each other. And uh, it's interesting that we're having this conversation because we just finished planning our family trip. So we lock ourselves together for seven days wow. and we just love on each other. And we just, you know, that do this whole meditation and, you know, how do you love and let me love you. And, we <laughs> help you, with and you know, my kids are really, really into that whole, you know, meditation and spiritual thing. And it's so awesome and they look at me as the head because you know my grandma too was one of those people who kind of you know when she left this earth we were lost mm-hmm. so I'm taking on that role now and it's so cool it's just like you know I'm, like, I'm in charge of you guys <laughs> <laughs> you know do what I said I'm here for everybody so Mother's Day is you know I don't really take the time to really focus on me being a mother because my mom's still here but this this year, I think this is great, ladies, that we're talking because we get a chance to, you know, kind of pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think that you hit a lot of points. I, when I think about my kids, like, I feel like now I'm in an enjoyment stage with them. You know, like, really, when people ask me now, I feel so, like, zen with them. Like, I'm like, absolutely. You've done your job. Yeah, like they um they they are they're going coming along in life. You know they're you know they they they're doing their thing. They you know they're educated. I'm I'm proud of them. You know what I mean? I don't have to like say, damn, you know all that work I put in and this what's happening enough. I don't have any of that on my and they I can have conversations with them. As adults, you know what I mean? I don't have these conversations like, then I tell you that, you know what I mean? It's like I have the conversations of advice, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know what makes me laugh more than anything is that you think about the phases that you go through with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, when I see, like, you know, think about it all on, we know, because Celeste, we all on this on social media, and you see the little people, and Charles, you know, you got little ones and stuff. You think about your son raising the little girls and stuff like that. Jared ain't there yet, but you know she getting going to be there sooner than she know. But you think about their little phase when they little, you know what I mean? And you directing everything. 
Then you jump to the teenage years. You're like, hell, nobody wants them years at all. You know, you don't want them all oh, because they're kicking back and bucking back. You know, they, they're trying to find themselves. And then when they first come out as young adults, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's probably the hardest part where you just start to detach from them. And you feel like that abandonment where that's you didn't really have. Hard. That's so hard. That was really hard. Like both me. of my really kids hard. went off to school at the same time. You know what I mean? Oh my God, that year I th- I needed to get therapy. I was like so depressed, you know, mm-hmm. but you knew you had to just let them fly. You knew, you knew they had exactly. to make the choices and, you know, I, one was over here, like not freaking spending a penny. And the other one was damn near getting ready to, to have the bank calling me and saying, what the hell is going on? You know, it, they were two, on two different extremes, but now right. I look at them now, right. you know, they're cruising to their mid twenties, you know, it's like, Oh, everything I did do, I could see the fruits of my labor. You know what I mean? I can see it. So, so yeah. You, you know what's happening at my age? My, my, my kids are a little older. Mm-hmm. My adult children. I'm yeah, sorry. adult children. Um, and I'm getting my flowers right Your now. Your flowers, yeah. They are calling at different times, at different experiences. Now, all of them will have children. Only one has the three, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all getting the aha moments and calling me and going, Mom, I just love you. I just, I just really appreciate everything you've ever done. And it's just so, and it's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm like, whoa. They're going, you know, there's so many people that didn't get this and they, they didn't get that and they weren't taught this and, and I'm so ready and prepared and I'm going, Okay, you you don't need nothing. No, I just want to tell you how much I love you, and and I'm getting it constantly. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I don't know if there's an age thing, but I'm getting it, and I'm just sitting back going, yeah. Uh, uh. I think when I think back to myself, I relate where I was at that age and relate where they are at that age, right? Mm -hmm. Because the one thing we always tell them as moms, we tell them, I've been your age, you just never been mine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, right? So, um, I remember being in my 20s and thinking I knew everything. Mm. Right? Um, And so, I run into, I have ran into that with my children. Mm -hmm. My kids are great. They appreciate me. They love me. They um, are supportive. I respect because I have raised them to think for themselves and have a mind of their own. I respect that they very politely let me know when to stay in my lane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, respectfully is the key. Respectfully. Uh, a few times my son had to, I was like, listen, now I gave birth to you. You didn't give birth to me. Absolutely. So when, when the other way happened, then you can talk to me like that. But Absolutely. Forgetting sometimes, you know, because you're dealing with, with your own woman and forget that I ain't your woman, I'm your mother. Absolutely. <laughs> So there are some things that you snap back or whatever, but mm-hmm. he will be 30 this year. Oh, wow. And so um, because of that and because of um, the three girls and having his own home and um, his girlfriend and her mother, and they all live in a house together and they're doing the dog on thing and they have businesses and they're, they're doing what they need to do. I can see the appreciation. I see the uh-huh. gratefulness and the gratitude and um, that fills me, you know, and so it's, um, and when I see how well my granddaughters are doing and how well they're growing and it just lets me know that, you know, I did something right. Absolutely. I do anything else right. Uh-huh. I did something right. You Absolutely. Know, I just, just by, you know, seeing him and, you know, we've had blended families and then you get remarried and you but it just didn't, it wasn't detrimental for them. Mm-hmm. And so even when I was contemplating ending my marriage and thinking about how it would affect my children and, you know, they kind of told me, we've known you haven't been happy for a long time. And it was a reminder that little faces have big ears. Yes. They don't give them credit sometimes for what they see and Absolutely. how they feel. And, you know, my daughter mostly being the reason that, as strange as it may sound, having to show her that you just don't accept anything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm her lesson to that, right? Uh-huh. And so if I'm 
if I'm her lesson, I have to show her. Right, right. right. So when you think about it that way, it's just, you know, my heart gets full. Mm -hmm. And like I said, my mother supplied any love that that could ever be needed or a child could ever want. She gave it even when I didn't want it. Mm -hmm. He was there to give it and and be supportive and 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 be right there behind you. And I went to school on a whole nother coast. And because my mother worked for the government, my mother called me every morning, even with the three hour difference. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, just knowing knowing that and they give you, like Kim said, give you the space to fly. fly. You know, I went to an international high school and I traveled the world all while I was still in high school. And you don't think that she was nervous when I went to oh, Liverpool as an exchange uh -huh. student? You know, I'm sending my child to go live with people and I don't but she encouraged it and she encouraged me and she never stifled me or mm -hmm. and never stifled any dream or desire that I had. And even if she couldn't afford to help me or she couldn't afford to do it, she made sure that I had the resources and the knowledge to get what it is that, that I wanted. And I'll forever be grateful and appreciative of that. Mm -hmm. And that's, and I, I think you make a really valid point. Um, you think about the times that you, you know, were um, afraid, you know what I mean? For your kids, you know, afraid to make a decision like, should I let them go? Um, I think about when you say when you were an exchange student, you know, that is something that you just probably, your mom probably was quivering, you know what I mean? Every night, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, like she's here. Like if something goes wrong, you know, your mind goes there. You see what I'm saying? Your mind goes there. Um, but look, at the end of the day, you were safe because of the things she taught you. Okay, how to, do you, you know what I mean? What I, what's instilled in you? How to protect yourself? How to, you know, to be on guard? You know. Can I tell you something that I will never forget? And I went away to college, and so it must have been like my second or third year, and I was living in an apartment off campus, and I had a roommate whose boyfriend was always there, but they would get into these arguments, right? Oh. So, you know, I don't do the drama, right? And mm -hmm. I certainly don't do the whole fighting thing with couples. And mm -hmm. um, But my mom said to me, this is what you do. And I'll never forget this. You go in that kitchen and you put on a pot of water. You go into your bedroom and you turn on that iron on your ironing board. And then you go in the bathroom and you turn on your curling iron. <laughs> and when you need to tell him to leave and he don't leave, you tell her, well, you could take your pick between which one of these you go get. <laughs> I promise you. And while he grabbing one because he can't get all three, you go get the other one. She talk who would have even thought? Everybody know I, I ain't no fighter, but but you was boiling water and putting on the hot going. <laughs> That's that's the point that I'm making. But it was little things like that that she taught me because of things that had happened to her mm -hmm. that she had experienced in her life. Mm -hmm. And she was preparing me that I'm not saying this is going to happen to you, but just be on the lookout. Mm -hmm. We moved here to Philly, you know. She talked the guys, we would do the cat calling and stuff like that. And she'd be like, there's nothing wrong with you saying hello and keep on walking through. Because when my cousin did say hello, because they didn't know she was deaf, they jumped on her and kicked her butt. So, you know, it was her experience. <laughs> so experiences taught her to say, there's nothing wrong. You can keep on walking. And when they'd be like, hey, baby, come here. I, I can't. I got somewhere to go. But it was nice, you know, talking to you and keep on moving. You don't want to play that game. You don't want to play that game. You don't want to play that game. You best play it like, hey, baby. <laughs> You better do that. You better at least say something. Acknowledge. <laughs> She's like, but if you act like you're better than them, I promise you, you're going to get a lesson or two. It yeah, might save it, your it, life. It's not going to go well. It's not. It, exactly. So mm -hmm. it's just, it's those little things that I think about. Mm -hmm. And she told me, my daughter used to fly down to see her in Charlotte. And I'm this is my last one, but I'll make y'all laugh. And my mom was saying to her, did you see those shorts Jared had on? on the plane <laughs> I said 
mom was at Daisy Duke, and she was like, yeah. And I said, she must have changed in the airport. <laughs> she didn't have that on when I dropped her off at the airport. That's what they do. That's what they do. She on, and she's sitting, and everybody's sitting in them seats. I told her, you don't want nothing crawling up your coochie. You better make sure you can do They are amazing. That's good. I, while we were talking, I was just thinking, you know, we we sound like we've really, really been blessed by having those type of experiences. And uh-huh. So I just want to make sure that anybody that's listening that has it didn't have that role model, you know, right in front of them. I'm sure there was somebody that gave them, you know, some mothering or they were taught, you know, how to, you know, operate you know, with the lack of and, and, and encouraging them with in, in being a parent now or being a mom now, because it's not easy. I mean, we're talking about all of these nice little experiences we had, but it wasn't easy. No, and that was a hard job and just keep moving and keep, keep being, you know, um, available to your children, loving to your children. They come around. They, they really do. Um, and keeping that village when you're afraid. When yeah. My mother grew up with two sisters, okay? Uh-huh. Something I did not have. And that dynamic, I don't always understand. When they have disagreements and uh-huh. even in their 70s and 80s, right? They don't always agree and ain't always on one accord, but they love each other, right? Uh-huh. Um, and those aunts that I had were the branch to my mother. They helped, yes, right. They lived in different cities or whatever, but they were the branch. They were the equivalent of my mother when my mother could not be there. Uh-huh. And so even when my mother battled cancer in Charlotte, they each came from different parts of the country to go help their little baby uh-huh. sister. Okay. Uh-huh. And so that's another lesson, you know, for, for me. And like you said, Celeste, even though my aunts do also have children of their own, but it's still that village, mm-hmm. their experiences. They're slightly older than my mother. So then their experiences were a little different. They all come from Jim Crow South. So their experiences were different. But advice, I can pick up the phone right now and call either one of my aunts and get any advice or just love and prayer or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if they ain't talking to their sister. <laughs> <laughs> So you're you're right. Every situation isn't perfect, but I've had other mother figures in my life. And that's the key. That's the key. Because everybody may not have their blood mother. Because some some blood mothers didn't raise you. You know what I mean? But there can be somebody in your life that's been a mother figure. And the day is the day to celebrate them. And celebrate yourself. You know what I mean? Some people are not even mothers yet. But predict yourself to be a mother if you want to be a mother. Because you may not birth a child, but you may be that motherly figure to that child. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. just thinking about that aspect, you hit, y'all both of y'all hit on a really good point. Because I was just thinking, I was just sitting here quiet. Because um, we know the, the upside and the downside of being a mom. You know what I mean? You know the nights when you stand up and you 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 just at your wits end with your kids. You know what I mean? you you like... I don't know what direction you're going in, but ain't the direction I took you, you know, and now you see them go full circle or, you know, you, you have your own problems in your own life and it has nothing to do with the children, but they are part of you. So you're Mm -hmm. trying to protect them from being collateral damage, you know what I mean? From divorce, you know, from all three of us are divorcees, all three of us. So we, we know that road, you know what I mean? So we have the highs, we have the lows. So we're not here trying to play like we all had ice cream and cake Perfect. all through our through, through our journey. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, but we will. This was my guinea pig. Yeah, Ooh, I can't you know, tell you how many mistakes I, I made with that. I, I, I say <laughs> this, I, my 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 Joey. You know what I mean? I I had to learn. I had a conversation with my my good friend Keisha. You know, um, you have to learn to say sorry to your kids sometimes for the mm-hmm. things that you've made mistakes on because you learn too as you go when yeah, being a mom. Raise me too. You know they what I mean? They raise they you, raise you sure. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I made plenty of mistakes. I I've, I made plenty of mistakes with, with both of my kids, but mainly with Joey because Joey was my first. You know what I mean? And I had to 
build a relationship with her when she was when she first turned grown. She was standoffish mm-hmm. to me because some of the things I would not even humble myself because I consider myself the adult. You know what I mean? Right. But now we have the best relationship. You know what I mean? It's some things that you will look at yourself and say, it's okay. it's okay to say sorry to your children. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's okay to be humble to your children because they're going to take that to their children. You know what I mean? It's all and, less And I known. think you said transparency. One of you said transparency earlier. Me, you um, know me. I, I always talk that from my mother. You know, <laughs> she, she was very open about mistakes that she had made. Mm-hmm. And she was very open when she left my father to say, listen, I had to do it for me because if I'm no good, I'm good to y'all. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is magic. I like I need to apologize to my son because since he was the oldest one, mm-hmm. he couldn't make no mistakes. Mm-hmm. You're going to college, you're going to do this, you go, they're watching, don't do that, don't drive ass, don't. And it was so much pressure on him yeah. to carry that torch. And then, of course, the second one got away with a little bit more. And by the third one, I was just with my my, seal, my fan going, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> because you're right. I made a lot of mistakes. And, you know, and at the end, they recognize it. At this age, they're saying things to me like, Ma, you did the best you could. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we, we know where it was coming from now. We mm-hmm. can see, especially the one with the children. Because mm-hmm. he's yeah. raising children now. And he's, exactly. he's raising and kids. Ironically enough, my girls don't have children, mm-hmm. and they're both well over age to have children. And they go, oh, don't nobody want to do what you did. And no, 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 no. You gave too much of yourself, and it was just a hard job, and we don't want to do it. I was thinking, oh. Wait till they have them. I don't know, Kim. I don't think so. They're looking at me like, we got nephews. That's enough. Yeah, I mean, kids are a little different today, but I, I, I think mm-hmm. that I think once you're embedded in them, wait till they have their own. Wait till they have their own. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay twenty dollars on that one. <laughs> and what's gonna happen when they have their own? You saying they're gonna be you? Well, yeah, because yeah, they're, they're, they're gonna be, no they're gonna be you. Yeah, they ain't got no choice. Yeah, so your daughters are gonna emulate you anyway. They're gonna emulate you. Even trying, and they can say whatever they want to say, well, and they're gonna give you. everything and nine hundred percent more. They're gonna. Do here's it. the funny part. My son will tell you in a minute that the wife, really honestly, I think I gave birth to his wife without knowing her because that's how much she is like me. But he'll tell in a minute. Oh no, that's not how my mom does it. <laughs> what the hell? I'd be like, okay, you're gonna like be, you're gonna be put out the house. <laughs> Huh? I'll be like, what you say? You mom did what? Well, I mean, he says it respectfully, but he's he's so much. I like know, Junior. He's a sweetheart. In him <laughs> that he's like, you know, no, that's yeah. Let's let's try it this way. Oh, <laughs> look at your little baby. Oh, he is the cutest. Storm. He hears the storm outside. Is a storm so there? Oh. It, when I say it's coming down out there, OnStar was calling me on my phone. That's why I had to look at my watch. Oh, wow. <laughs> It was moving through. It might be coming my way. If you ain't yeah. got it's, it's, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but you know what? This this was um this was really a a good one. I mean, I, I don't even know what else to, to really say because I I will say if y'all don't say it, we are superheroes. Um we we um we do we do everything. And again, I don't take from what dads do because their dads doing it all too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but we as moms um, do so much to bring togetherness, and and I don't I don't really want to hit a hit a butt with it. I just want to say because we as moms bring togetherness. It's moms, grandmoms, great grandmoms. It's um, the family lineage that we put together to bring love and to bring children into this world to say mm. that self love, self care is is what I want you to be a representation of. You see what I'm saying? And moms usually teach their kids these things. You know what I mean? And when I look at a dad, they they teach them a lot of other things. You know what I mean? Especially when we talk about our male figures, you know? So we play this vital part in the family. And um, today is the day we celebrate that. We celebrate us being that anchor, because we are the anchor of the family. We are, we are the anchor. We, also, we, we celebrate our lineage for our grandmothers, 
before us. Yeah. Couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Yeah. They couldn't practice self-care. They were too busy sharecropping and taking care of families and mm-hmm. raising other people's children and breastfeeding breastfeeding their children and yeah. doing all they, kind of stuff. You no, know, my grandmother had a sixth grade education, but mm-hmm. each one of her children went to college. Mm-hmm. So we know that we try to progress and we try to you know become better mm-hmm. than what we what we were before. And when we know better, we do better. Mm-hmm. But I I certainly you know, send prayers to the ancestors for the sacrifices that they need and what mm-hmm. they did not get to do, mm-hmm. but for the strength that they, that they have given to us through DNA mm-hmm. so that we can learn how to be more well-rounded mm-hmm. and um, teach our children mm-hmm. coming from us and our grandchildren, how to be even more well-rounded and more healthy and, and, and better and, we have platforms like this to share that mm-hmm. knowledge and to share that wealth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to anybody that's out there that does not have it, mm-hmm. we're here. Yeah, we're here. That's a good point, Chauncey. We're here. We're, we're here. here. We're, we're here, here to share it. And, you know, I'm sure that you've had your children's friends who needed a little extra love and a, oh, a little extra most help. definitely. And, and you <laughs> How many kids? My son used to come home and go, who's who's here? Yeah. <laughs> Look, at one point they gave me a license plate that said Mama C. Yeah. <laughs> and the license plate said Mama C because Mama going to see you get anything you want. Mama C. And it was so bad. My son came to me one day and said, I don't like that name. Like, that's enough. Like, you're supposed to be mom to us and that's it. Because you're right. We looked at our, you know, and so my grandma, everybody took in some out. That's yeah. That's all we know. So we, you know, they taught us missions, right? right? We talk about missions in church and stuff like that, but we were missionaries every single day. If my grandmother had $10 and you needed help, you had five. Yeah. And if her family came from down south or somebody cousin or whatever, they made pallets on the floor, gave up their bed so that the person visiting could sleep in their bed. That's what moms do. I just want to say this to y'all. I was just thinking about when you were saying that, Chauncey. My daughters moved um, out of state. And my son is here. He has his own family. I have about three daughters here in Virginia that I didn't give birth to. Right. Because of how we were connected through my children that take care of me while my kids are gone. See what I'm saying? Literally. Like, they're like, all right, mom. Awesome. I can order at the door. I'm getting crab legs. and get- you say Mama C because it was S E E. Yes, but they call me. They call me Mama C. Let us see. <laughs> that was the C E E. That was the C E E. Right. Yeah. And you, so we we right when we say that there's somebody out there that's reaching out and giving this love. Okay, I need a I need a puppy or something to come in. Y'all got. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we we we. I, I'm grateful that I was able to impact lives, and I know that um, yes. there are mothers all over that need to be praised right now for doing the same thing. And probably you don't even know you're doing. Listen, because there are some kids that have been in your house eating your food for months. <laughs> listen, I had to tell my son one day. Listen, boys stink. <laughs> shoes farting up my house. I got to open my windows, but they love you. The more you fuss at them, the more they want to be around. Absolutely. But it just, it's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. And it, but it also is a reminder that we have to take care of the ones that are less fortunate. We have to take care of the ones that don't have. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, fathers have a way of doing that. But, you know, mama's got a way of knowing just by looking at them when they come through the door. Absolutely. How their hands is dirty or how their shoes is turned over or whatever. And Absolutely. Make sure that we take care of the take care of the take care of. Absolutely. Continue. So I salute you all for doing that. I salute whoever is listening that has been a part of that, has experienced that. And that's what family is. That's what community is. Absolutely. And that's what we we have to offer. So you know, when we say it, we're not the end of our mom journey. 
we're just moving into different segments of that mom absolutely it continues even when they're adults and as celeste said we just have to learn to parent in a different way yeah the older they get but we never stop being their parents you know so i know fathers sometimes think that there's an expiration date on that but there is Well, we're we're going to have to we're going to have to do something for Father's Day. We're going to have to yes. we're going to have to we're going to have to have a a, a form with the fathers on Father's okay. Day, and um um maybe you could talk um Billy into being on the form. Just ask so and and just see just see um what do you do? I'll I'll ask my brother Tony and see because. You know, he'll be all for it. So, as you can see, if you want to um, ask somebody to be on the form. Because, um, I mean, I, I think that we'll get a, a a perspective similar. You know what I mean? Yes. That, you know, um, you know, we, we want to hear their perspective, too. But today is our day. And, um, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Today is our day, and again, I think that was a that was a a a, a great um summary, Chauncey, what you said. And Celeste, do you have any closing remarks? I do, I do, I do want to encourage. You know, I, I don't want you anybody to be um to 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 beat themselves up about your you know mistakes that you make as a mom, and you know just just enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey and take some time today or this week to to honor yourself. That's for, right. For being a mom, for, for, for sticking in there, for trying, for learning. For anything, trying. For being open, mm-hmm. you know, because it's, it's no rule book. And I'm sure if our children were talking, they probably say some stuff about us. But uh, it turns out okay. It does. Exactly. Um, you're coming operating from love and you're, and you're really trying and you're not being selfish. Um, it's gonna work out okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't fall far from the tree, and they, 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 they bear their own fruit. But mm-hmm. some of the things we say to them, we don't think that's being instilled in them, and it is. So don't be so hard on yourself, and honor yourself this week. Honor yourself. We do. Yeah, they honor do as we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yourself. another thing. That's, they do as we do. That is for sure. Mm-hmm. Honor yourself. So. That's a that's a that's all I have tonight. And um, if I haven't said it to you, my favorite sisters, Happy Mother's Day! And happy I hope you Mother's have, Day, beauties. Happy Mother's Day. I, I appreciate you. you I hope sure. you have a wonderful day. Do something nice for yourself, just for yourselves, because you guys definitely, definitely deserve it. And I love you both. Um, um, again, we are always here to empower, never to offend, and we love you guys. And thank you for joining us today. Um, I am Kimmy, and I'm Chancy. Have a wonderful week on purpose. And this is Let's Chit Chat Six. We'll see you next week on Sunday on the porch.